0: blog talk radio hello everyone welcome to another edition of astrology hour Uh, as always i have special guest lynette duncan on with me today she's here to address all the questions that i have and give all the information uh... you guys about all the energies around us right now lots of things shifting and changing lots of new energies uh, experiencing different dimensions, astral travels, all kinds of things happening. I'm aware um, my clients have been talking about it. I know a lot of you have been talking about it through messages. Um, as such, uh, everyone on Instagram is talking about it. That that is aligned with this energy and, and the spiritual side of things, and so. Uh, I'm aware that we're all experiencing something different. Even if you're just now waking, well, you're definitely experiencing something different than what you've known before. So today, Lynette's going to be giving us a whole lot of information about what's going on with the planets. As always, when Lynette is on the show and we are discussing um, the information about the energies around us, there's so much to address and so much going on. You don't hear much from me. I I will have a question for Lynette today, um, but... Aside from that, you won't hear much from me until I wrap up the show. That's just the way we do it. It's a little bit different from how I work with Elizabeth Harbin, who, by the way, will be on next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time for um, Awaken the Goddess Within's Psychic Wednesday, which is your um, opportunity to call in for a free reading. And anything free is always fabulous. So you have an opportunity uh, from the universe, from spirit, to call in and get information uh, that pertains to you specifically and, of course, all calls are anonymous. If you don't feel like being on the air, even if it is anonymous, you can always send a message our way, facebook.com backslash girlpowerhalfhour. And I can take your question and ask it for you, and Elizabeth can certainly address it. Um, however you wish to do it, we are always open to assisting you in any way we can. I know the same goes for Lynette Duncan. And if you're not following her on Instagram, At Oracle of Your Soul, you can always reach out to her there, find her website, get information from her in that way that's more personalized and specific to you. She also offers readings, so great way to get in touch with people and, of course, more importantly, get in touch with your guides and yourself, reconnect to yourself, get back in that space of alignment so that you can move forward in this ascension process, get all the information you need. Of course, without further ado, I want to introduce Lynette Duncan and go ahead and move on with the Astrology Hour information. Uh, remember, this is not a call-in show, so if you are calling in just to listen, that's absolutely fine, but we do not take callers. We just don't have time. At some point, I'm sure Lynette would love to offer that, as would I. Um, maybe at some point in the future, we can do that. But today, loads of information to share. So Lynette, welcome. Thank you so much for being on with me again. I know you have a lot to share. Um, whenever you're wrapped up and done,
1: question for you. So
0: I'll, I'll wait till the end of the show to ask
1: you that. Awesome. Great, thank you. Well, thank you for having me on the show again. This is always such a great honor to be able to just share my knowledge and wisdom um, about the energies, the current energies, as I see them from, of course, my perspective. And as an Ascension Guide, I really look at not just energies that play out, but I'm also focused in watching the um, cosmic energies as they're flowing in and combining this information and blending it with the readings that I offer. So. Um, I really wanted today – there's so much to talk about, so um, I thought maybe what I would do just for the ease of everyone that's listening and to kind of put it all into a nice little package um, is to really go back to the equinox and to kind of start there because um, we're really working in energies right now that um, really started back in July when we started um, hooking into – The eclipses. Um, A lot of this energy was um, activated by the eclipses, all of them, the blood moon, the partial solar eclipse that we experienced. And then, of course, we had two beautiful moons in Pisces and Virgo. Now, that last Virgo moon um, on the 26th was pretty powerful in August because it initiated a cycle of purification. And what really feels like to me, um, the energy that we've been working in is the uh, initial energy that began a year ago at the um, the big solar eclipse that happened last summer, we sort of closed a cycle then. And then at the eclipse this year, we were sort of in a gateway of closing down that energy and closing down that cycle. And it's a huge, like 26,000 year cycle. So it wasn't a little thing. This isn't just a cycle that, that was closing based on an astrological um alignment this was much much bigger and had much bigger implications for all of us um and i'm sure you've all been feeling that because um i think that it was almost it almost came at us as a wallop and um took us by surprise even the most seasoned um spiritual intrepid soul so uh this this purification moon in virgo was really big and it really prepared us and has been um priming us um for the uh, equinox that happened. And of course the equinox came in um, and then we had an Aries moon right after that. So we have had some really big energies that have, um, have been supporting us and have been activating us to really close out those cycles. Now, what's really important to remember about this um, is that for the souls who have been doing the work and were prepared and ready energetically for this type of a closure and this cycle, um, um, ending, it is accelerating them through, um, this gateway very rapidly. And so many experienced what was like almost a mini dark night of the soul. And it's interesting because, um, we're going to notice even more and more of a what is going to feel like a separation or a divide between those in our life that are resonant and those that are not. And it will become very apparent, and there's a purpose and a reason for this. So it's been painful because we, in our humanness, have wanted to, I feel, remain attached and to hold on and to hold out hope and have all kinds of um, interesting things that have been coming up through this passage um, at the equinox we actually had um, because here's the thing uh, seasonal changes like the equinox and the solstices bring in new energy they bring their cardinal points and they're always activators and so the equinox another cycle that we're running on is uh, the the six months between what was the vernal equinox and the autumnal equinox that we just experienced this is an energy of Um, six months of time um, and back in march when we went through that gateway it was incredibly powerful for many people many people felt an energy wave that activated and shifted their energy and their consciousness and this is doing the same thing for those that weren't that didn't catch the 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 vernal equinox we'll have other opportunities but this one's been really really big um, the thing that's really interesting and the most, um, one of the most important things that occurred during the equinox passage was we had Chiron and the Sun conjunct Mercury at zero degrees. Now, anything in astrology that's at 29 degrees or zero degrees is especially potent. 29 degrees. Um, represents really the culmination of all the energy of that sign and zero degrees um, really represents the genesis or the new beginning of energy Um, and with Chiron um, opposing those two planets Mercury and the Sun or the light of the Sun um, there was healing healing was brought in and it is it really activated where we were still holding on to energy that wasn't allowing our hearts to fully open, and so it was going to really show us it's it's its urge and its promise is to really show us where those wounds still are, where those distortions are, where we're still hanging on. We're moving into balanced energy, and especially now that the moon has moved into Libra to energy, and it's going to show up in relationships because We live in a world of duality. That's why we're here. We're here to learn about that. And we're here to balance these masculine feminine energies within us. And we're also here to balance the dark and the light. And Libra season is definitely going to activate that. So that was really one of the biggest um, activating factors when we went through that equinox passage. So we're really going to be moving through the next six-month cycle with that sort of um, in mind. Uh, We especially have an interesting remaining three months of the year, Um, and our focus really is going to be on relationships. Um, When I'm looking at the energy, for example, just for today, um, we have a (laughs) – we have a – We still have Chiron opposing that moon. They're at different different degrees. Chiron is moving um, back into, she has moved back into Pisces at 29 degrees. She's in a retrograde. So even though she's technically still opposing the sun, she's now retrograded as we knew she would be back into Pisces. So she's going back in to revisit the sign that she was in for many, many years, and um, she's activating core wounds. She's activating uh, themes of victimization, uh, disillusionment, hurt, abandonment, rejection, uh, feeling like a victim, uh, which a lot of times um, will show us where our attachment, because we've got this energy in Libra and we're balancing this energy. Um, the energy just serious, seriously isn't messing around. we, get to balance these energies within us so that we don't remain in attachment. We're moving into stasis. We're moving into neutral zero point field collectively. And so what this feels like is it will, it will appear as if there are very personal circumstances in your life. Um, This is really what the, the moons and the, and the equinox has ushered in is circumstances that have felt very personal have been very personal to us that have jolted us and disrupted our relationships uh, to the point that is created this energy of a deep release and it feels very personal in many many ways it is really an energy that is working on a collective level because that's what we do here we clear energy for the collective And so we are really moving um, through relationship themes for the next several months. And that is both the good news and the bad news because this is where our most tender self dwells. This is where our most and sometimes deepest wounds reside. And not necessarily just an intimate partnership, but friendships and, and parents. Um, are, you know, can be affected. It really doesn't matter what type of a relationship. I've noticed that a lot of energy is coming up in, in intimate partnerships simply because those seem to carry so much weight, um, and we, we care so much. We have so much invested there, especially as adults. Uh, but this has been um, just all across the board. So today what I really wanted to focus on was the energy around relationships and what this is activating and why and how to manage it. Because um, because we're closing a cycle and you, you have a mind and a sole purpose for um, moving through the ascension with ease and grace, um, this might be helpful. So the energy that is really at play here is Scorpio and Pluto energy. This is the major theme, and, of course, this feels like a death It is because it is. It is literally closing out a cycle. And so on a larger scheme, we're looking at all of the energy that Pluto brings of death and regeneration. Pluto rules sexual intimacy and the genitals, and it also rules the bowel. And it can feel like an emotional constipation. Um, there is an, an energy around Pluto and Scorpio of um, assimilation and release uh, because of the organ system that it, that it rules, And so this is intensely focused on um, literally removing that which we no longer need as waste from our system. And it, that can be difficult when you're talking about relationships with people that we've loved, that we've cared about, that we've been with, that we have been connected to, um, it isn't easy to walk away from relationships like that and to make those kinds of decisions. Now, what I've really noticed as I've worked with clients um, this past week is this thing coming up over and over and over again. And of course, I can see it, but I'm watching it in real time and speaking with people about just at the level of their doneness with um, where their relationships have been. The theme seems to be people that are and have been trying to rescue a relationship or resuscitate a relationship, wanting to bring their light to the relationship to create an understanding and an awareness with their partner and to try to find some common ground. And it simply just in many cases isn't working because the partnerships just are no longer in resonance the energy just is no longer a match and try as we might, there's no, um, there's no, there's not enough similarity anymore. There's not enough resonant vibration to continue partnership with these souls. And so this activates us deeply because many of these souls have families and children and um, thinking of the, the road ahead of that kind of a, dissolution and separation is extremely painful and it's really activating many, many souls at this time with, with a lot of depth and, and heartache. Um, so this has been especially a painful transition. There hasn't really been another way around it. Um, for people that are more, um, you know, in good relationships where there's a lot more ease and flow, um, there's an experience of a, um, I've heard a lot of uh, uh, reports of people feeling the energy moving through them and not really understanding, or they'll have the leavings of energy that they thought they had once cleared and (laughs) has come back and reared its head. And they're like, wow, that I thought I was done with that. And they feel discouraged because to them, um, they feel like it feels almost like a failure. Like, well, I thought I was over this. It's not a personal thing. Those that are feeling fairly balanced in their energy and are still feeling this energy is really just a collective purge. We are still running on the Virgo full moon of purification. And that is going to be a theme. Every astrological component around um, after the eclipses with those two moons, the Pisces, Virgo moon, and especially the equinox um, and Aries moon, those those four components, Um, are really what is going to guide us through the end of the year and through the next six months. Now, we do have a few planets still in retrograde. We have Pluto in retrograde, of course. We also have Neptune and Chiron and Uranus in retrograde. And of course, these are all outer planets. So these are the, the personal planets are all direct moving, but all of the outer planets are retrograde. So even though we had a retrograde summer, um, these outer planets are not done with us yet. We are coming to completion of Pluto's retrograde um, fairly soon in October. Um, But as Pluto um, is in this cycle of, it's retrograde. With these outer planets, um, well, let me just say this first. All the outer planets are indications of collective consciousness. They affect the collective consciousness in, uh, in mass. So this is why we're all experiencing it. It's not as personal. It's more collective. And this is why those of us that are energetically sensitive are feeling that energy rise and we're purging. Now, one thing that's really important to remember is that when we go through these cycles and when we have these experiences, um, you know, as light workers, we are we're used to this. We're the, the the waves now aren't even they're not even waves, they're just streams of light coming in. There's no breaks, there's no um pause, there's no in breath, there's just a steady stream of energy. And we're getting used to that and we've been uh, you know, we've been accommodating that because we've been getting used you know, we've been um, building up for that building in strength so that we could handle the stronger energies as they come in. Um, but this is requiring, I, I feel a little bit more of a focused attention and to be really, really mindful of these old patterns that are now circling and cycling up in our awareness. And what's really important to understand is that when we go through these energetic, um, what feels like the eye of the needle, this is really a leveling up period. And every time we go through something like this, a whole new wave of souls awakens. And this is partially what we feel. We feel others awaken and it pushes us through the eye of that needle. And so it, it's, it's all just like a comet with the, the, the trail behind it. Um, the comet is of those ascending souls who have, um, who are leaders and who are, leading the ascension are continuing to move forward and pulling everyone um, with them, you know, in this, in this glorious beam of light, as we, as we pull as many souls as we can, as, as we activate them, we're pulling them through with us and awakening them. And as they awaken, their energy awakens us more. So we're really all in service to one another. Um, so that's really important that we understand that deeply, that we feel that, that when we feel these energies, that we remember the perspective of what we're literally working with and that it isn't a personal thing, even though it is going to feel personal. Um, I am a, I am a, a self-love coach. It's primarily what I do and what I use as a tool for ascension. And, it, I have been doing so much self-love work really for the last two weeks. Um, and thankfully, I, I know and understand the process of that. and so I. But I've had to be very, very uh, present with myself and very compassionate. And I've had to really just allow these energies to move through me. And I've cried a lot and had a lot of emotional relief. Um, and I assume a lot of other people have had that experience as well. Now, relationships really are the theme. They're the theme right now. This is really where we do our deepest work. And, you know, we know this. We do know this. And really what this is preparing us for is the new paradigm shift in relationships, which looks very, very different from the paradigm that we've been in in relationships. Um, There's so much um, energy that we are unlocking and unraveling, and that includes also the patriarchy. And um, our support of their awakening, and um, you know, really looking at our limiting beliefs around relationships, around the masculine itself. And we're really being asked and invited to remain in a loving and compassionate space for all involved. And I'm finding that that's been very difficult for many people uh, as these cycles will arise because they're not just a personal thing, they may feel ancestral they may feel uh past life or as a parallel life that you're literally experiencing and working through so it is really deep deep bone-wrenching kind of work what really is at play here like i said is this real scorpio energy and so when we look at the themes of scorpio we're really looking at the transformation and the destruction that occurs um, in this energy now, the reason that the destruction occurs is because empowerment is on the other side of that. And so these, this energy is, is bringing in empowered energy to all of our relationships. It is balancing the masculine and feminine energy, and it is bringing us to a more conscious place um, as we partner. We are moving away from any kind of codependency or um, need or attachment and we are being basically impulsed by the universe to stand in our own wholeness and our 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 beauty and our light and to stand with our partners in their in our acknowledgement of their beauty and wholeness and light and inequality. And so relationships are going through it there won't be I really feel like we're moving into energy especially as we approach the new earth where things like marriage and um engagements and and even even the concepts of of twins is going to fade away these are all labels and we're really moving away from this I know that there's been a rise of of um, open relationships polyamory these kinds of things that some people are gravitating to now that doesn't mean that I feel like everybody's going to be in open relationships but I do feel like we're going to see more and more of that and that will of course trigger us perhaps and cause us to be mindful about our preference and where we are with that kind of energy it's certainly um, a choice that is made but It'll um, it may challenge you to not go into judgment about those kinds of things and to really be mindful about yourself about you know really where you're where you are um, in relationship to that but we're really being asked to take another look at our relationship now Venus has been in the sign of Scorpio for a couple of weeks and. So she is bringing an awareness through beauty and grace and harmony um, to reassess our values. And her strongest theme is going into the depths of our soul to discover what it is that we truly want in relationships. What is it that we truly desire? Um, We are being sort of... um, initiated to really go into the depths of what we not only just what we want in relationship, but what our values are in relationship. And this is an appropriate thing because so many of us have been in transition. We've moved through relationships. We've been separate from our beloveds or we've been single for a long time. There's been this swirl of energy, um, For many, many years now around relationships, these are the central core, the focus of our lives, I feel like, as adults. They're so important. And Venus's transit through Scorpio is asking us to deepen our awareness of our unconscious patterns in relationships. It is going to challenge every shred of unworthiness and low self-esteem that gets activated as behaviors that are not so pleasant to be around or to look at. And so we're especially being asked right now to be really present um, and to really look at our stuff. Um, we're beyond the point now where that stuff gets to pass. Um, and so that is either on your end that your partner may, may not respond in the same way. And that brings up things for you, or you may find yourself with a partner where you just feel that the energy has reached its end. And really, we're at it. We're coming very quickly to a decision point where we get to make a decision about um, what we're going to close in our life and how we're going to move forward from here. Now, Venus is going to go retrograde, um, and I believe, gosh, that happens. I think on the fifth of October. And this energy is, um, you know, it's, it's on the sixth, excuse me. It's when, when Venus goes retrograde, you know, Venus, Venus and Scorpio on its own is rather is a, is a very (laughs) great depiction of the Scorpio and the sting um, and the lethal um, energy that that carries. And so, a lot of these energies that arise within you are going to feel automatic. They're going to feel reactive. Um, You may find yourself in a swirl of emotion and a swirl of experiences where um, you lash out, you're acting out, um, you're not necessarily proud of the behavior that you display. You're like, wow, where did that come from? You may have already been experiencing this. But we do have this energy moving into retrograde. Now, again, retrogrades go within. They're going to go really deep. And this is going to go to the bone. This is really going to um, activate us on a very, very deep level. And um, we, because Pluto, of course, the ruler right now of um, Venus's energy is Pluto, who is also retrograde. So, this is a power-packed double punch, definitely. And relationships are the theme. There is no getting around it. We are moving into um, kind of a no-nonsense approach with with regard to relationships. So now is really the time to do the deep work. And even if you've been doing deep work, um, if there are things that arise during this time, it is definitely – in your best interest to really take a deep look at these things objectively and n- not project, um, really take responsibility for your part in relationship. And the big key word here really is resonance. It really is about a resonant energy and whether or not there is a, is a, a, a similar frequency Um, Because of the Ascension basic, just the basic Ascension energies, we've been in really noticing resonant energy for a very long time now. But this is almost um, a pinnacle of the, (laughs) of the universe basically telling us that we, um, we kind of reached the point of no return. So, there will be. This will be the theme that will that will um, continue to play out for us. Now, again, um, Pluto goes direct, um, and that's going to actually happen a little bit later in October. So that will happen on the second of October. So Pluto actually goes. So okay, so Pluto goes direct on October second, and Venus goes retrograde. Um, on the 6th. So, both of these energies, Pluto's going to go direct, Venus is going retrograde. So, it does carry this vibration. Now, the good news is, is that when Pluto does go direct um, on the 2nd, we have more ability at this point because Pluto's been retrograde since April. So, that's a really long period of time. During this period of time, just generally, and not necessarily in in the context of relationships, we've been really looking at personal power. We've been really going within. And because it was the summer of retrogrades, it really pulled us inward to really kind of flesh this out. And this is really the culmination of it. We're getting to the end of this Pluto retrograde, which is now getting ready to turn direct. Again, the light energy of Pluto is empowerment. And basically, personal will, taking our personal will back. Um, now, some of the other themes that are working um, in tandem with this energy, and I do want to touch on this because I feel like it's very relevant and important, is the Leo uh, North Node. Now, we've had Leo North Node in um, that's that, so we have had the North Node in Leo in uh well since may of last year i've been really paying attention to it you know it doesn't i don't really hear a lot of astrologers talking about it but um this is collective energy this is a collective activation and it's getting ready to move into um the sign of cancer the the nodes actually operate in a different um direction than the planets travel so it kind of goes backwards through the zodiac and it's at two degrees right now in Leo. And so we have had the last 18 months or so where we've been mm, really focused on sovereignty and authenticity. And I really noticed a shift collectively when the North node went into Leo, we moved out of the Virgo Pisces axis, which was really activating, um, uh, victimization and healing. There was a serious emphasis on that for the couple of years prior to May. And then when Leo moved into, when the node moved into Leo and with a, an Aquarian axis, um, we experienced a deep desire and urge and a movement towards authenticity and sovereignty and really an individuation of soul, of spirit and of expression, of personal expression. Everyone started to really individuate and to come out of their shells and to really blossom. And It felt like everything, even on social media, just expanded. And there was so much empowerment and the ability to see one another and to acknowledge one another. And so many empowering words came through at that time and are still coming through. And so I don't want to really forget in this moment today to remind you about this Leo North node and how much it really has served us. Now the North node today is opposite Mars and we've been in this energy for a little bit of time. Um, Mars of course ruled this last Aries moon that we had, which was incredibly activating and was reorienting us into personhood and to heal the self. We've got several Aries themes that are playing out We have Uranus, which is retrograde, getting ready to go into Aries. Chiron just left the sign of Aries. So one of the largest themes that we're going to be working through and with into the ascension, into the new earth for several years now, is going to be this focus on healing the self-identity wound. Um, Chiron is going to go back in, clean up the last little bit of victimization, and when it goes around and gets back into Aries again, its focus is going to be on healing the self-identification wound. and These will bring up um, a focus of just more of who we are and really being able to um, express ourselves and move forward and take action and all of those energies of, of Aries about spontaneous expression and excitement and taking action and Uh, moving forward for the greater good, and also bringing an awareness of self, not selfishness, but a a self-care. Self-care is going to really deepen and take on a whole new flavor. Um, And so we will continue this because Chiron is going to be in Aries for quite a long time. Uranus had been in Aries for about eight years. And it's dipping back into Aries um, in just a little bit of time because Uranus is going to be retrograde um, longer than the other planets are because it actually went retrograde after most of them were almost finished with it. So this will be um, a a definite focus for us. Um, And this is really um, helping us to identify um, and to clarify our own sovereignty. And again, there's that word, which really connects to that other fire sign of Leo. And so this is another cycle that is completing that we can also blend into the other astrological um, alignments. And when, and, and of course, I'll talk more about um, the North Node as it moves into Cancer and Capricorn, because it's going to have a very interesting flavor and will have its, it will carry its own energy in 2020, we also have a, a Pluto-Saturn conjunction that will be pretty potent and powerful, and this will accompany that and get us prepared for that. So that's what I love about astrology, because everything is in cycles, and you can see them. And this is why um, astrologers, a lot of times people feel like it's divination or fortune telling. It's really not that so much, but we can see these cycles developing and sort of brewing and see how they're supported, supporting us. So these are really the themes that we're looking at. We do also have a Venus in Scorpio, trine of, of a Neptune in Pisces. And this is really supporting us right at this time because um, we do have a lot of conflicting energy. This north node opposing Mars is um, showing us where we want to take action toward our destiny, and we we see we see we're getting more clarity about what it is that we want and how we want to step into our roles of sovereignty and, and self authority. Um, uh, but the, but but there's still some opposition there, so that we're seeing that we we we're getting ready to take action on that, and many people are. Um, but we do have um, right now a T-square with the North Node and Mars with the moon and Uranus. And it, this has been um, active for a couple of days, especially um, through the equinox. So this is really an energy of – this is, this is really kind of a um, – combustible energy because Mars is, is our masculine energy, that seed that germination of of new beginnings and wanting to take action and wanting to get things done and pushing, pushing, pushing. Uranus wants total freedom and liberation. And so because it is connected to that North Node, we're feeling even a separation from the past and who we've been. We we are ready to really make some big changes. And so if we've never been in quite a zero-point field as we are right now, and I assume that we're going to continue to have this experience and, and get even more clarity and um, even a more um, accentuation of this individuation, which is really what this is. Now, the Venus and Neptune trine um, is beautiful, and it is supporting us. Right now, there are a lot of um, reports, including myself, of people that are Experiencing a lot of creativity, a lot of inspiration, a lot of really crazy dreams that seems to be um, cleansing our aura and our unconscious energy. Um, this too is a, I believe, a purification of the collective. When we we never our soul doesn't sleep, so when we feel this energy and when we have dreams, we're really just working through all of that energy because we just never stop so there are many there are many aspects here at play, and um it's actually really its I don't want to say it's fun it's not necessarily fun it's a little bit of a challenge um, and we're feeling it we're just really in the middle of it so where where our greatest strength lies is in really using our spiritual knowledge and our spiritual wisdom and using it in practice daily, not just the knowledge of it, but really using it in our daily life. And we're going to have lots of opportunities to do that. So again, we're working with themes of detachment. Um, Detachment from attachment. (laughs) This is going to be the most important thing. We're detaching from codependency. We're detaching from, traditional ideas, conventional ideas about relationships, the ways that we see partnerships, the way that we have shown up in partnership. Um, we you know we as I can only speak for myself, but as women a lot of times we go out in the world and we take action and we're successful and we take care of ourselves and we may have been single for a long time. But we get into relationships and we almost become a different person, you know, our feminine nature really comes forward as we open and become submissive and passive and we don't mean to do it but if we especially have very masculine partners it's just where the polarity um, sort of rotates us to and so this is really what is needing balance this is really what is needing balance now the feminine has been holding this container and really doing the deep self-work for next several years now really i believe since 2012 and even before that we've been preparing um, to lead the ascension which is what we're doing um, our awakening has awakened our brothers and i am seeing a, in them and they are awakening and they are um, seeking support and guidance and i know my influx of male customers has increased tenfold Um, And this is a good sign. I feel like it is empowering for them. And they're feeling more balanced in their feminine energy. And in some ways, we're being asked to let go of our stories about who the masculine is for us, who the masculine has been. And this can be a deep pattern that plays out because we don't necessarily have um, a template. We're creating it. So we're being challenged at this time to really let go of any of our preconceived ideas or notions about the way that we have thought relationships were going to look and how they were going to play out. So this is the theme. This is the theme for the next three months and possibly beyond. I haven't looked beyond because there's so much stuff that we're looking at. Um, I did kind of wander (laughs) into the beginning of 2019 just to kind of take a peek. Um, but this is definitely our focus, and it will be a big enough focus, I think, for us to kind of um, zero in on. We'll have our hands full. So, yeah, it Tasha, feels. Do you like have a question for me? Yeah,
0: yeah. It feels like we already have our hands full. Um, let me say too, to speak to you before I even ask this question. Let me say too that I find it interesting the theme on relationships, um, because, and I am asking you this this is something I'm experiencing uh, personally and with clients so this is not simply about romantic relationships, this is all relationships I think that's something that people yeah. uh, you know whenever we say the word relationship people immediately think romantic and it what people are forgetting is that this is work relationships this is friendships, this is family relationships this yeah. is even relationships with your kids whether they be children or adult children I mean adult kids um, it, it, it seems like That is maybe even one of the, aside from the romantic relationship aspect, one of the most difficult ones uh, I know for my clients in terms of looking at is the possibility of losing connection with a sister or with a brother or with Mm -hmm. a daughter Mm -hmm. or with a, you know, I mean, all of these Mm -hmm. aspects are coming in because the energy really is, um, you know, asking us to look at what resonates and what doesn't and, and to realize that we can't change it. We have to, like, just to, in order to keep our energy in alignment uh, with a higher vibration, we have to move forward. And, you know, that's, that's something that is difficult, I think, for people. So I'm asking you uh, to clarify or confirm that that is, in fact, you know, a familial thing as well and that that's part of the resistance or the challenge, I guess would be a better word, that people are kind of being challenged in that. Uh, letting go with regard to family stuff, with regard to those close relationships, people that are very intimate relationships with
1: others. Oh, absolutely. I mean, relationships, like you say. Um, even though um, I find that you know, in, as as adults, these are you know our intimate relationships are they carry a lot of weight. But this is relationships of any kind. So this is really about your energy. So where you're still holding patterns that are no longer in resonance to where you're going and the energy that you've accreted and have have accumulated and has risen, um, we're at the zero point now where a decision just has to be made. And this is what causes the pain about it because we want to fix it. We want to, we feel like, we feel like if we just do something different or if we just change this or change that or just try this. And we're not in that energy anymore that it will even support it. And you'll feel it. Right. You'll feel the frustration of it. It, it can it, It's going to rear its, um, its head in all relationships, depending on what your need is for the cleansing of it. Because, again, with the Pluto theme, we're talking about elimination. We're talking about assimilation, assimilating it in your body, and eliminating what is no longer needed. And that's where the key word is elimination. Not thinking about it but actually doing it, which is going to require a decision. And so this requires boundaries and closure, and it's going to, you know, um, it's, it's going to test us to do this with compassion and to use the skills that we know to bring awareness and, and mindfulness to these interactions.
0: Right. And I would say, too, you know, you had spoken about the difference, in how you're seeing relationship shift um, with regard to labels being placed. And, you know, uh, this is work I've been doing for quite some time with, uh, you know, in my own work when I first began this and then with clients, of course, as well, is the idea of family as a label as well. I mean, you have the idea of husband, wife, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiancé, whatnot. But you also have these labels of sister, brother, mother, father, and the weight they carry, you know, the weight they carry with them, Mm -hmm. as in the story that we write about our families can be one that's so disempowering to ourselves simply because we put the power of God on our mother or our father or, you know, whatever.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, That said, I can see how some of these labels will be kind of falling away as well and it's more about an understanding of the way that we arrive to this planet and the vessels that bring us here and then what we do when we are here and that we have choice and free will from day one, you know, and how we perceive this. And And I know that that can get very challenging for people to look at because we are in such a space of, um, you know, the the idea that our families were obligated to them and that we have to work it out no matter what because they're family, but that just really truly isn't the case. I don't feel that's something for me that I've always kind of resonated with and known that uh, titles don't command respect, actions do, and that falls in line with this newer energy that's challenging you to say, you know, okay, this doesn't resonate with me and it doesn't really matter what the label is if it doesn't resonate, mm-hmm. I can't fix it. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing I can do to change it. But codependency really will not. It like you said, the energies won't support that. And so, that's that's no. an interesting and new shift. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, family question. relationships.
1: Oh, go, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead and address the family stuff. I'd like for well, you to address that. I was just going to say,
1: fam, family relationships. On that note, just to kind of close that up, is that you know, no matter who it is that we're being activated by, we're, we're being asked to see them as an individual holistic person, which doesn't have anything to do with right. us. Right. And so that means Absolutely. when we're talking about not attaching a label, that's what our children, like our, our parents, our friends, you know, it, we're, we're, we're asked to look at them as whole individual beings who mm-hmm. are separate and have separate preferences that we don't, cause we, the the thing about duality is that we look at these these people and the relationships that we have with them from our own lens, and we're being asked right. to to you know ground our own energy because we're coming into wholeness and we're being asked to really see them as whole people that don't necessarily have that label, even if it's genetic, a connection, right? But to really see them for the soul and the being that they are, yes,
0: absolutely. right, absolutely.
1: Okay, so my question is,
0: and thank you for clarifying that, because I, I, that's something that's very powerful, I think, and speaks to many. And and when we look at relationships, and and honestly, uh, you know, make it very clear that. This is, this is applying to everyone. So this energy, in other words, if you're out there, you're listening, and you're experiencing these shifts and connections with anyone that you have a relationship with, whether it's family or a romantic partner or a friend or whatever, that is part of this. That's what's happening. Um, but my question was uh, speaking to the energies that are shifting and how we're feeling it, and possibly this is just an ascension process. I'm not sure. I am aware that we're grounding more into the heart chakra now. I'm aware that this, obviously, this ascension process moving into 5D is about unconditional love. So much of the work we're doing, obviously, is in the heart. I'm aware of all of this, and I have been obviously experiencing a lot of heart chakra, you know, expansion and, and, and such for, for some time as a result of that. But just recently, I had uh, an experience where I started having pretty consistent heart flutters, like almost butterflies in the chest, um, and I guess what some might consider heart palpitations, but not anything that had me fearful or concerned for my health, but just, uh, you know, along the lines of what I'd felt in the past with the heart chakra t- expansion, but just more intense. And I started to realize, you know, just because I was aware of it, that it was coming in when when I was around lower energies. Um, and that didn't necessarily mean, of course, I say that without judgment, I'm talking about, uh, you know, working with someone who's releasing lower energies, working with a client that comes in who's carrying lower energies or, or dealing with people just in the everyday life that, you know, are are carrying lower energies or that are in a lower energy. But it's, it's something that, and even with myself, if I'm releasing something uh, that is of a lower energy, I'll feel it. So this is something that is new to me. It's almost like a new gift. <laughs> like I'm I'm experiencing something <laughs> in my heart chakra to almost like let me know that this is happening. I just was wondering what you are aware of that that might be, if there's some, you know, energy shift that you're aware of that that's happening to someone else that you know, or if it's happened to you, or any insight you might have would be appreciated.
1: <laughs> sure. Well, I had that experience too, and I hadn't had heart palpations since my own, like, Ascension experience a couple of years ago um, when it was really pronounced. Um, And for the last two weeks, I've been really experiencing these heart palpations in a really big way. And not only was I feeling in my heart center because of some personal stuff that I was going through, my own activations that I was working through in the context of relationship, but I was definitely feeling this. So yes, that's happening. But what I wanna say, and I I can only share what I know about it, and I'm sure there's a lot more information out there, but in the ascension, we are being activated by our hearts. Our chakra system is unifying into a central point of chakra, which is in the heart center. And this is why why we're doing everything. We're becoming heart-centered beings. And this is why we're such energetically sensitive souls. This is why we can feel other people's energy because we are moving, as we move into form 5D, we're moving beyond the physical. So what we, what we feel is going to be key because we're attuning now to the higher vibrations, which are not physical. Now, clearly it feels like a physical palpation or vibration in our heart, but that's because it's activating a chakra point which where there's a an organ there so the chakra points are not collapsing but coalescing and unifying into the heart chakra now we'll have chakras beyond our physical body through the ascension and in the new earth they'll they'll look different they'll be different our our seven point chakra system is unifying into central point of heart Um, central point of of heart energy. So that is really what I feel is happening. Um, And again, I want to emphasize that the equinox, you know, when we look at the template that the equinox brought in with it, um, it had that Chiron opposing um, that sun and Mercury connection. So it is leading. I mean, it is going to carry the theme of heart Um, Of heart healing, of heart healing. And I mean, to me, the way that I look at heart flutters and heart palpations is a heart expansion. Even heartbreak is a heart expansion um, because it lets in more. And the, the, yeah, the, the, the opportunities when those things arise and we're in heartbreak, it leads us into a deeper understanding of self. And this is why self-love is so important. Because these energies and and the the issues that arise within them are going to require your own self-management. And we do that best through self-love. So, yeah, I do feel like it is not only an ascension thing, but this equinox has really activated the heart again through healing and the healing of it. So we're still just in layers of it. And I, you know, the ascension isn't stopping. It doesn't, it's not like we ascend and we're there. We're all in layers of ascension. We will be for probably the rest of our physical lives here on the planet. Um, Ascension is (laughs) ongoing now. We won't, it's the evolutionary process that we're in. It doesn't, it's not, it won't stop. So a lot of people sometimes write to me and say, when is this going to end? <laughs> and I you know, hate to give them the bad news but <laughs> it is an ending, you know. <laughs> it's, not, it's not ending. Yeah, it's, but you know it's not I a destination a, yeah, that we're ahead. headed
0: to. I was just saying no, it's not a destination no, no, no. that we're headed to. Yeah, it's a process. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So well that, you know, thank you um, for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you. Thank you for letting me share that today. There was a lot of information. I hope that that was cohesive. There's a lot going on. So really the key is to just really be gentle with yourself. Um, Practice your self-love. Reach out if you need support. Um, This is a tender time for lots of us. So be gentle.
0: Yes, it absolutely is, and I I, I reiterate that uh, for everyone to be gentle with themselves. I think, you know, we've talked about this every time you've been on the show, that this is really about self-love, and and compassion, obviously, is in alignment with that. So to be compassionate toward the self, I know I read a lot of um, posts, and I have a lot of clients and a lot of friends who will comment like, man, that was so 3D of me. I was I was so 3D on that person. You know, they'll talk about how they've really gone into this darker space. And I'm like, you know, that's really part of your release, though. You also have to honor, because, I, I mean, you have to honor the times when you realize or recognize that you're being taken advantage of, that you've been taken advantage of, that something is, has been kind of setting off an alarm for you for quite some time. A lot of my clients are talking about how they feel so angry, and they're like, you know, I thought, but I'm in this ascension process. Why am I so angry? And I'm like, because you've never let it out. Like you've never allowed yes. yourself to feel this, and so it has to come out, mm-hmm. and you have every right to speak that to the person that you're angry with. You know, and it's like, but isn't that yeah. a 3D thing? No, that's not a 3D thing. Holding people accountable is part of it. We, we aren't moving into yeah. a space where no one has accountability. We're moving into a space where we have accountability, everyone else has accountability, you have compassion for others, but most importantly, compassion for yourself. So if someone else is, you know, taking advantage of you or whatever and that's not resonating with you, well, by all means, it is important for you to state what you're feeling and your experience and then move on with love and light without judgment but just you know to 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 realize what is happening and to advocate for yourself because that is part of self love and to be compassionate with yourself in this process because these energies are so intense that we're not always able to just I think so many people want to just turn the other cheek and be very peaceful with it and that's a beautiful concept but these energies are so intense and as things are being released from us it is very easy to project something and like you said early on in the show and like we've always said before the key is to have compassion for yourself when that happens and to not judge yourself in this process because we're all going through it and it is part of our releasing and it's a beautiful thing and every time we release something we're just that much further along and so Um, I encourage everyone out there to, to if you've heard nothing else today hear that, love yourself go easy with yourself, be gentle and know that the energies right now are very intense and this is a gentle time just like Lynette just said, again if you're not following Lynette on Instagram please do so at Oracle of Your Soul if you want to get in touch with her, get more information you can find out how to do that there her bio, her link is in her bio all of the information that you need in order to contact her, if you have a question for her you can obviously DM her, you can also send questions my way facebook.com backslash girl power half hour um, and i can always get that information to her as well but i hope that you have enjoyed the show today if there's any questions that you have please seriously follow lynette find all the information you need there you can send your questions to me but make sure that you're sharing this information as much as possible and certainly tune in next week for elizabeth Harbin with Psychic Wednesday, and we will talk to you then. Thanks again, Lynette, for being on the show. I so appreciate you and your light.
1: Mm -hmm. You too. Bye-bye.